WF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. This, I am Lord Amadeus, the President and CEO of RAWF. My co-host this evening, the legendary Luchador. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome L Vacant. Good evening, L Vacant. Como esta, muchacho? Oh, I tell you what, busy season. Busy, busy, busy. I have been busier than hell. Just came from a meeting with the Hall of Fame committee. We'll talk a little bit about that in here a little bit. Uh, I've been whew, getting around, getting people invites to the company for the Xanthan Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. And then, of course, uh, just 
all kinds of things going on. This is the busiest season for our AWF. We have Immortal in just three weeks, ladies and gentlemen. If Mortal 7 live from the New Orleans Superdome, legends will rise just three weeks from tomorrow night. We'll get to all of that in just a moment. A couple things I want to bring up real quick first. Uh, first of all, I know some of you out in the chat are probably also sneaking a peek at WrestleMania over on the WWE Network. Please, no spoilers in this chat. Any WrestleMania spoilers posted in this chat will get you immediately booted because some of us have been too busy to watch it, and obviously too busy to watch it because we're here at the radio show and want to watch it at a later time. So please do not post any WrestleMania spoilers in this chat. Thank you very much. Not only will you be booted, but you'll have to clean all the grease traps on all my trucks. There you go. There you go. You heard it. Heard it here first. Uh, second of all, ladies and gentlemen, y'all probably, uh, all of you in REWF probably Wednesday night got a, a little bit of a, a surprise uh, in your in your match list, a, a match that you titled something that you could not read. It was kind of sort of like in code or whatnot. Uh, those of you in REWF, that it was a trash talk rankings match, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as you know, that was also April Fool's Day that I did the round robin. And so if you go and look on the events tab in RAWF, you will see that round robin listed. And you look, you'll see it was posted upside down. It says trash talk rankings match April Fool's Day. Uh, and uh, when I posted it in upside down text, for some reason it didn't transfer to the title of the match. And if, yeah, some sort of weird, weird code there. It is not a secret code. You don't have to, uh, you know, it's not going to win you any prizes or anything. But that is a trash talk rankings match. No, Dev, it was Davila. It was not Judge. As much as I would love to blame Judge for it, it was not him. It was me, uh, being being funny, uh, and it, it kind of backfired, sort of. But I have seen some of the comments in some of those matches, and. Pretty hilarious, I must say. So that is a trash talk rankings match, ladies and gentlemen. So you'll want to, uh, uh, yeah, do your best to win that match. All right. So with that being said, <sighs> L Vacant, Immortal Seven, two weeks from or three weeks from tomorrow night, and already it is looking like it is going to be it is the biggest pay per view in RAWF history. I mean, I already knew it would be. But the matches that we have scheduled right now, incredible. Main event at Immortal 7. It will be two of the greatest stars in REWF history going at it for the biggest prize, the biggest singles title in all of Wrestler Unstoppable. It will be Mithras the Title Machine defending against the Immortal Griffith. Main event, Immortal 7. It's exactly where I know Griff wanted to be. I know it's exactly where Mithras wanted to be. Your th- initial thoughts on this huge matchup? I think we need a bigger arena. The Superdome's not big enough to hold these two, you don't think? I mean, I, I don't think it's going to be big enough to hold all the people who want tickets for it. <laughs> I, I, I have to agree. It is, it is a huge match. World Heavyweight Championship, Immortal 7. Uh, it, and it is two, two Hall of Famers, two of the biggest stars in RAWF history. However, the same, the same could be said for the Platinum Dragon Championship match, as Mithras, who, of course, holds both titles, also has to defend that title against an RAWF Hall of Famer, one of the greatest uh, superstars in RAWF history, the Paragon of Greatness. So a huge night for Mithras, the title machine, as he has to face two 
two other legends uh, in for the two biggest titles in RAWF. I mean, you're, I mean, what's your thoughts on that, that whole situation right there? He better eat his vitamins is all I'm going to say. <laughs> I know, right? I, 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 Mithras has definitely got his work. I think that might be the toughest schedule for any champion, for any world champion ever. He has to face defend two titles, one against the Immortal Griffith, the other against the Paragon of Greatness, the two biggest titles in RAWF history. Well, more on all of that in just a little bit. National title will be on the line. Lady Vex to defend against current reigning White Lightning champion Nightcrawler, who uh, won his contender match as well last week in Chicago. It will be Vex versus Nightcrawler for the national title. These will have to defend his Fubar City Championship against RAWF Hall of Famer John Taylor. And it's been a while since John has won a title in RAWF. Uh, this could be his night at Immortal 7. Could he be one, the one to unseat these of that FUBAR City Championship? <clears throat> and I'll tell you what, the Midnight Hobo Championship match is going to be one for the ages. That one I'm so much looking forward to. You got the Monster of the Hills, Uncle Frank, reigning Midnight Hobo Champion, defending against Anarchy's Beast. You have the Monster of the Hills taking on the Beast of Anarchy. That one could get ugly. Oh, vacant. I mean, could the poster is <laughs> ugly? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it is going to be that one is going to be a that one is going to be a bloodbath. I have a feeling when it, Frank and Beast go at it for the Midnight Hobo Championship. Multimedia title will be on the line. Mistress Europa Muscles, aka Vagina Muscles. A reigning multimedia champion to defend against RAWF Hall of Famer Money Sue, who defeated Judgment in their contenders match in Chicago. So Money Sue challenging for the multimedia championship on the biggest pay-per-view of the year. Right now, that's all the title matches we have scheduled uh, that we can tell you about. But there are several matches uh Still scheduled on the, that are not for titles. You have Judgment taking on your boy Blaze McCoy in a Fubar City street fight. We'll have more on that here in a little bit. We have a Pandora's Box of Fun match uh, between the Joker Mark Caliber and the Paragon of Greatness. Uh, Dr. Hogster Bundy, Dr. Bundy Hogster will be taking on Damia, the mistress of mistress of the of, what is mistress of mayhem i think or something that effect uh in a match and possibly a high voltage steel cage match uh that has not been confirmed as of yet uh, and we've got a lot of other things going on ladies and gentlemen including the xanther the platinum dragon memorial tournament the seventh annual xanther the platinum dragon memorial tournament it is going to be huge i have uh, i've gone over the prizes on several occasions here uh, but I, I'm just going to tell you, the winner gets the biggest payout in Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament history. A hundred million coins, 5,000 wrestler books. He gets a company. They get a, they get a company, a nameplate, a promo pick, a trading card, and an entrance video. No Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament winner has ever come back, come out with such a haul. So whoever wins this tournament is going to make out like a bandit, to say the least. Uh, it is going to be huge. Total payout 
for the tournament, 260 million coins, 12,000 wrestler bucks, eight companies, four nameplates, two promo picks, and an entrance video. Uh, the nameplates will be by Twizzy, the promos and the promos and trading cards by uh, Anarchy's Beast, and the entrance video by Iron Horse. <laughs> and already right now, ladies and gentlemen, the current total amount of participants signed up for the Xanth of the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament. And I'll check one last time, just in case anyone's joined here in the last couple minutes, few minutes. 113 people signed up thus far. All right. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of peoples. Uh, we want to get more, though. I would love to get a lot more. More people. Uh, we need more people. More, more people. More people, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely. It is going, Immortal 7 will also be the announcement of this year's RAWF Hall of Fame class. The 2020 class will be announced at Immortal. As I said, just got back from a Hall of Fame uh, committee beating where we discussed several names and uh, I'm sorry, did yeah. you say beating? Meeting, 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 oh, you know. And don't worry, there weren't that many of us and we did use social distancing. That's probably smart. Yes, indeed. In fact, actually, could you just wheel your chair just a little further that way, Blondie? We are six feet apart. We're good. I made sure of it. Look, there's tape on the Yeah, but your hair is like... Oh, I suppose. Okay, I'll tell you what. Tie my hair up. All right, I'll tie my hair up. There you go. Oh that better? Huh? I never thought I'd see you with a side pony. Well, you know. At any rate. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, before we get to GM reports, I want to talk about tomorrow's uh, superstars, which will come to you live. From the Edmund P. Joyce Center in South Bend, Indiana, the home of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. The main event will be Crazy Mama defending the Superstars Championship against the Joker Mark Caliber. And also on the card, a very special tag team match. The Tootsie Rollers taking on uh, Bubs and Paige. And for some reason, the name of their team escapes me. Uh, I know they have it. I know that. I'll get it. Hold it. Come on, blonde brain. Ah, Hell's Fury. Thank you. That'll work. Hell's Fury. All right. There we go. Tootsie Rollers versus Hell's Fury. That'll be tomorrow live from South Bend, Indiana. No rankings tonight, ladies and gentlemen. It's too early to read off any rankings, so uh, you don't get to hear Elvake. Elvake, you get a break tonight. You don't have to read off any rankings. What do you mean they get the break? What are you trying to say? No, I said you get a break, not them. Okay, that's different. Yeah. All right. I'm just trying to open on my computer. There we go. All right. So, with that being said... That is tomorrow's Superstars live from South Bend, Indiana. All right, let's go around the horn now to some of our RAWF GMs. We will start with the lovely White Lightning and High Voltage and Hormonal GM. Wait, that didn't sound right. Battle of the Hormones GM. Just 
I mean, I suppose she can be. But anyways, let's bring on the lovely and talented. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, she is the first lady of anarchy. She is the cougar calling in from the anarchy compound. Uh, are, are you quarantined, Cougs? Not exactly. Oh, it sounds like maybe you should be. You okay well, there, Cougs? You know, this is a side effect of being poisoned with catnip. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not guilty. I didn't do it. Mm, no, no, I know what she's talking about. We were going to get to that later in the program. Uh, but Coogs, just, just, I hope, I hope you're feeling, I hope you feel better soon. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm sorry about that. I, I don't know what he was thinking. Um, but we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, are you, are you well enough to make your, your GM reports this evening? Of course I am. All right. Well, where do you want to? I'll let you. I'll, where do you want to start Hor, with the Battle of the Hormones or the High Voltage Invitational? I will start with Battle of the Hormones. We have moved on to round two, and uh, Anton Dare and Beast have already moved on to round three. So the the men are not taking uh, are not taking their time this time. They're actually moving along through their matches, and that impresses me. Very nice. And of course, Crazy Mama is the reigning hormonal champion. Whoever wins uh, this season of Battle of the Hormones uh, will face her for the title. All right. Go ahead, Coogs. All righty. In White Lightning, because we finally got the tournaments to end kind of early, I only had to set half the matches. The other half will be set next week so that we can stretch it out a little bit and I don't have to work so hard being poisoned. <clears throat> anyway, making it to season 13, we have the four from last season, which is Chris Cage, Revenge Gibson, uh, Big F and Hitman, and Big Greg. And winning their tournaments, there was Dees, Dez, whatever he wants to be called, the prize fighter, MTC, and Wildfire. The Curse of Claymore is what I'll be calling her. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got to throw that one. Thanks for reminding me. That is one other match I, I had to bring up. I forgot to bring up uh, for Immortal, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. All right, thank you, Coogs. Uh, rest your voice there. It sounds like you need some. Uh, need a anything we can do for you? Anything you need? Uh, not at this time. All right. 
All right, that was the Cougar, ladies and gentlemen. Let's now bring on uh, the GM of our Hatfield and McCoy division. He, 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 oh, wait, maybe that's not, yeah, okay, fine, we'll just do that. Finals of the McCoy division uh, to see who's going to be facing Man Coming Maniac. Is that his name again? Mancunian. Yeah, Mancunian. Anyway, so right now we have Mabel Hare who has advanced to the finals, and we're waiting on either Nightcrawler or, oh, I don't to say his name, Cyberlinks. Yep, yeah, that one, right? Yep. To, uh, to, to see who's going to be facing, um, see who's going to be facing her. Then the winner of that will be gone, and, and they'll have a, a title match. So there you go. And all other right. than that, that's all that's been going on in Hatfield McCoy's. Back to you, all right. the studio. Thank you, Judge. We'll have you back in just a little bit. we got a lot to talk to you about tonight. But uh, mm-hmm. So with that being said, let me bring up now a couple of reports from GMs not available to us this evening. Week 3 of 32 to 1 has been posted by Raven. I do not have an update on who is leading or whatnot for a shot at the Supreme Fighter Championship held by Dees as of yet. And then our tag team report. Uh, after the first two rounds, the top five tag teams are tied, two teams tied in first place. You have Swords, Swords and Scimitars, which is Claymore and the Teflon Sheik, and the Bronx Irish Connection, Mabel Hare and Luke Cage, Currently tied in first place after two rounds. Hmm, very interesting. And third, the Tootsie Rollers, former tag team champions, Hobo Ezekiel and Moxie. In fourth place are the Feral Beasts, which is Anarchy's Beast and the Cougar. And in fifth place is Darkness Falls, Mick Devilson and the Angel of Death. Round five will be posted this week. So that is your tag team report. And let's bring on now our ultimate gauntlet GM for his report. He is the one and only. 
recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance and the hourglass of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine. From the bridge to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm eternal. I'm the reason that the day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give a shit. All the bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the paragon of greatness. Good evening, paragon. Good evening, Lord on the day. It's a mortal season and social distancing may be in practice, but that's not going to stop the ultimate gauntlet. People are out here on horses. They're jousting each other. They're making sure to stay six feet away, but still knocking each other down. We got to see just one week ago, Nightcrawler was on his run. However, his run was ended at two as Maeve O'Hare defeated him. And she went on to face Davila and her end her end of the run began as soon as it started as Davila took out Maeve O'Hare, who is now going to be Davila versus Sweet Haven Slasher in a match that is currently running. All right. Wow. It's an ongoing cycle in the Ultimate Gauntlet. Of course, you have to win five straight matches to get a shot at the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship currently held by Anarchy's Beast. Thank you, Paragon. Uh, please stick around. Uh, so, with that being said, let me give you all. I believe I don't believe I've missed anybody. Nope. All right. So, let's take a look now. Oh, Powerball. Yes, Powerball. Uh, earlier this week, Power RAWF Powerball GM the Razor uh, had everyone guess numbers, and 15 people got at least one number correct, including the current Powerball champion, the Teflon Sheik. Uh, which is a first, I do believe, uh, that the champion is actually in the Powerball tournament. And I believe the, the ruling is if he wins the tournament, he gets to choose his opponent at an Immortal. Uh, but right now, we have Killa Neptune, Luigi Mario, Sub Sai, uh, Mark Caliber, Hot Cheese, Hobo Ezekiel, Nightcrawler, Claymore, Teflon Sheik, Vagina Muscles, Damia, the Mistress of Mayhem, Maeve O'Hare, the Mass Psycho, V. Dizzle and T-Bone McJones all guessed a number correctly. Uh, we are in, already in the quarterfinals of that tournament, however, and uh, we are waiting on Killa Neptune versus Claymore. Uh, already into the semifinals are Mark Caliber, Hobo Ezekiel, and Fagina Muscles. So, and Killa Neptune trying to make a run to regain the Powerball title that he held for the be- for well for well over a year. Uh, before losing it to uh, Money Sue a few weeks ago. All right. Also, let's take a look at the Arsenal and Biatch of the Month. We'll start with the Biatch of the Month. The winner will face Coogs, the estrogen champion, at Immortal. And uh, Coogs lost in the semifinals, so Kitty Kabam moves on to the finals. Kitty Kibam will face either Vagina Muscles or the Angel of Death to see who will face Coogs at Immortal for that Estrogen Championship. 
All right, and then let's take a look at the arsenal of the month real quick. The winner will face the Immortal Griffiths for the men's championship at Immortal. We're in round four, already moving on to the quarterfinals. The Count of Montefisto, Claymore, the Hawkster, Nightcrawler, the Razor, and the Stone Age Warrior, Wooga Booga. We are waiting on Dees versus the Teflon Sheik and Knox Boogie versus Nick Nitroglycerin uh, before we can move on to the quarterfinals there. And let's see here. Let's take a look at the extra points tournament. Let's see if that one's far enough along where I can give you a good report on that. And we're already we're still in round two and still quite a few people left. So I'll pass on that one for now. And all right. We'll go with that for now. That should be enough for the moment. <sighs> so L vacant. We heard about all the matches. All the matches so far for Immortal. Of the matches that I've already... Speaking of... I did forget one. Uh, Wildfire to take on Claymore in a quote-unquote witch versus striker match. Uh, Claymore, of course, blaming Wildfire for his huge streak of losses as of late. Uh, he is... I mean, and you have to admit, Claymore in just a couple short months has gone from holding several titles, including the World Heavyweight Championship to being absolutely beltless and not being able to win a match to save his life. Uh, this he blames on Wildfire, and he believes Wildfire may hold the key, uh, have a, put a curse on him or a hex on him in um, some sort of fashion. He wants to face her, so possibly at Immortal, uh, he can, he can you know, fix whatever's been going wrong. Uh what do you what do you think about this whole situation? Is Claymore overreacting, or is he? I mean, is he I, on a bad? I, 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 I think I think people with e- egos uh, have hard time accepting that you know they're fallible, um, and I think if if Claymore wants to really get to the root to the source of his problems, what he should do is he should get up, head to his bathroom, open the door, walk in, go to the sink, then look on the wall just above the sink, and there'll be this shiny thing. And if he looks deep into that shiny thing, he will find the person that is responsible for his current losing streak. Well, I mean, I can't disagree. I certainly can't disagree, but Claymore is convinced that Wildfire, uh, that uh, the match with Wildfire, uh, defeating Wildfire at Immortal 7, uh, is the key to whatever has been ailing him as far as his record goes. So, I mean, and you have to admit, Claymore went from went from um, the penthouse to the outhouse as far as things go. So we will see. We will see what happens. It will be Wildfire versus Claymore at Immortal Seven. Uh, but let's talk about some of these other matches. There's some crazy stuff going on. Uh, we've we've discussed, uh, you know, Mithras and his big night. I mean, the two biggest titles in RAWF the biggest pay-per-view in RAWF history, and he has to take on two, arguably the two greatest superstars in RAWF history in the Immortal Griffith and the Paragon of Greatness, both at the same time for the two title, two biggest titles in the company. Now, granted, uh, both Griff and Paragon have other matches on their plate as well, so it's not like there's it's an uneven uh, playing field. Griff will have to defend the men's championship. Paragon 
in a very important match against the Joker Mark Caliber. But, I mean, we're talking about some major pressure for Mithras the title machine here. Uh, I mean, you sum it up pretty well. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to add to that. (laughs) Well, I mean, if anyone knows pressure, it's Mithras the title machine. I mean, let's face it. Uh, They don't call him the title machine if he didn't defend the titles as well as win them. So, but, yeah, I... I don't know whether I envy Mithras or worry about. I wouldn't want to be in his position for the for for all the hair gel in the world, but he's there, and uh, of course he headlined the first Immortal. And Griff believes Immortal that that the, the pay per view was named after him. So it's it, no. I have to no admit shortage. it was a pretty good marketing plan to get him to join. Not you too. What are you saying? He's he's not he's lying. Are you saying he would he would fib? He's Mister Ego Man, right? I mean, he you're might not believe wrong. it. He may not be lying because he believe, actually believes it, but that's not the reason that Immortal was named Immortal. Okay, it was Immortal before I ever know, even know there was an Immortal Griffith. Just saying. Oh, all right. So. With that being said, then we have Judgment taking on your boy Blaze McCoy in a Fubar City street fight. Now, last week on Superstars, there was a tag team match, a team team chosen by Blaze McCoy and a team chosen by Judgment. The winner of that match, whosever team won, got to name the steps of the match between the two of them at Immortal. And Blaze chose the Cougar and the Beast of Anarchy on Judgment chose Maeve O'Hare and Claymore of Terror Inc. And so, and unfortunately for Judgment, uh, Anarchy reigned uh, and defeated the members of Terror Inc. So Blaze will get to choose those steps for their match. All right. So, and there was another match that we do have to mention. Because I and I don't know if it's been official that the two of them have said anything, but I believe Bubs and Davila will be going at it in Immortal Seven as well. Uh, we'll talk to Bubs here in just a little bit to get that confirmation. I did not get an official confirmation because I thought there were some steps that they were deciding on. So we will figure this out. I, All right. I know I, I have stipulations I would like to put in that match. Can I and put I'm stipulations sure. in that match? No. Please, you'll make money. General's not that expensive. <sighs> All right. Well, let's start the start our, start the evening out with the man who will be in the main event at Immortal Seven, taking on Mithras, the title machine, challenging for the World Heavyweight Championship. He is the one and only. I am immortal. Immortal. Notorious.
make you famous. I told you that it was the wrong song. Wait, what? He has more than one? He does. You know, he has like 50 on the soundboard, but that's not the one. Here, this, uh, let me play the right one. Sheesh. I am immortal. Immortal. Do I look like I care what you think? Do I look like I give a shit what you think? That's the one. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the immortal Griffith. I apologize, Griffith. El Vacant pushed the wrong button. My 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 bad ego, man. Get you're right. It is your bad. Don't do that again. And, and, I mean, but to be fair, Griff, you've got like you do have like twelve freaking theme songs on here. I mean you got you got this one right here. Oh wait. Sorry, that that wasn't a theme song. Never mind. Sorry, forget about. I forgot about that. Oh, oh you had jokes. At anywho, Griff, welcome to the program. You, I am sure you are right now ecstatic, elated, and everything in between after defeating the Hawkster last week to become the new number one contender to the World of Weight Championship. Uh, yes, you could you can say that. Look, I I I I, I told him. Last week, wrong place, wrong time. And I backed it up. But I will give credit where credit is due. He gave me a hell of a match. It was a good fight. It was probably the best fight he's ever put up against me. So good for him. Hopefully you find, you know, find him something else, you know, interesting to do at the pay-per-view. He, he deserves something fun and interesting after, after that. Well, hopefully, because I mean, yeah, I mean, it is, it, it, it does kind of suck. Is one of the things you get into come, get yourself into position to number two, lose the number one contender match, and yeah. But you know, I have a feeling we'll hear, be hearing more from the Hawkster going forward. But congratulations, Griff! It is now you versus Mithras for the World Heavyweight Championship at the main event of Immortal Seven. It is probably the biggest match in RAWF history. Uh, now, we know that two months ago at Love Hurts, it was you versus Mithras for the Platinum Dragon Championship. That match did not go your way. What will be no, different? Yeah, Immortal 7, what will be the difference? Well, I've now had a chance to face him, have a little more understanding of him in the ring, understand how strong he really is. You know, I, I didn't, you know, like you said, you know, we, we hadn't really, you know, we've been around each other, circling each other for a long time. We hadn't really had an important match against each other. I'd never really seen that Mithras up close and personal before. And now I have. So 
tactics will change a little bit. You know, maybe uh, pull out some old tricks I haven't used in a while. We'll see. It is going to be a huge match. I, you know, this is kind of, I mean, this is kind of a main event. I would, I had envisioned for Immortal for a long time. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I was actually fairly disappointed to see the two of you go at it a couple months ago at Love Hurts because I thought it deserved, deserved a bigger venue like one at Immortal 7. But now it's going to happen this time for the biggest prize, the biggest singles title in all of Unstoppable, not just RAWF, but all of Unstoppable. So, with that being said, uh, I mean, do you? Th- it doesn't get any bigger than that. Mithras is also going to have to defend his Platinum Dragon Championship against the Paragon of Greatness. You're going to have to defend the Minus Championship. So, an even playing field as far as that goes. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't mean, even I know have how... a slight advantage there, but only slight. Yeah, only slight because we, we we do not know who your opponent will be for the men's championship. Well, I meant more that you know my men's match will happen earlier in the evening, whereas their matches they're going to have a match, you know, back to back. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, I get a break between my men's and my world. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, Paragon also two huge matches, the ch- challenging Mithras for the Platinum Dragon. So if Mithras was here, Griff, Mithras was here. What would you say to him now, knowing that we're just three weeks out from Immortal 7? Uh, do very risky things. Um, skip a lot of meals. Maybe sleep in a lot. Skip a few workouts. That would be great. Um, I don't know. Uh, stop social distancing between now and then. We'll see. You know, Maybe that'll help. I... No, no, seriously. Um, look, it's it's what is there to say? You know, he's, he's one of the best in the company. He's one of the best out there. He's going against arguably the best out there. This, you know, bring your game. It is definitely going to be indeed be a a tremendous evening at immortal seven. So Griff, with that being said, let's talk. I don't get to talk to you much about the Xanther tournament. Are you looking forward to it? Oh, yes, absolutely. I love that tournament. I never do particularly well in it. <laughs> All right. Well, fair enough. But it's a good fair tournament. Enough. It brings in some interesting... It, it is indeed, and I, I'm very much excited for it. 113 people already signed up. We need to get more people. I just want to get as many people in there as we possibly can. Biggest tournament ever. But thank you, Griff. Uh, anything else you want to say about it? I mean, it, it seems like we're pretty pretty cut and dried tonight uh for you 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 know what your goal is you know what's in front of you as far as the main event goes anything well, else look, you'd like to it, it it's it's arguably one of the biggest matches under the biggest brightest light possible in the rawf right i mean, i i i needed to put myself in a position where i would be the main event at immortal you know and i did that so you know, on one level, I've kind of already accomplished what I want to do. I put myself where I want to be. Now the question is, can I capitalize on it? Can I fulfill six times? You know, I've had a couple shots for that sixth one, and I haven't pulled it through yet. Does it change this time? Can I get past the title machine to cement that legacy 
of a six-time world champion. We will find out three weeks from tomorrow night at the in the New Orleans Superdome, Immortal 7. Good luck, Griff. All right, I now no, wait, turn what's with the side pony. What's that? What's with the side no, pony? He, don't worry about it. It's just it's social distancing. Oh, that's that's my fault. Sorry. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Now I turn to Mithras's other opponent at Immortal Seven, uh, the Paragon of Greatness, challenging Mithras for the Platinum Dragon Championship. Paragon. Before we talk about the other match you're involved in, let's br- let's talk about the match with Mithras. Uh, Platinum Dragon Championship on the line. Of course, one year ago at Immortal, you were reigning World Heavyweight Champion going into the main event at Immortal 7. Uh, only a slight decline as you will be in you know the second most important match of the card. But yet, uh, it seems like almost a bigger match to me when you're taking on Mithras, the title machine for the Platinum Dragon Championship. Would you agree or disagree? You know, uh, it's it's one of those things where it's always going to be on, based on the perspective of the viewer. Uh, do you want spectacle? Then you want that Mithras match. Do you want story? You want that judge, or that judgment. <laughs> wow. That Joker match. Uh, you know, it's, it's a situation that is why immortal itself is so special because every match from the top of the card to the bottom has something special about it that the fans can latch on to. It's, it's the kind of show that reminds us all why we love this sport and what this sport has meant to us. I mean, you take somebody like Mithras, possibly, um, possibly the greatest star of all time who has never really, I guess, reached for that potential at the top, never, never tried to make a spectacle of himself, never really tried to make that huge splash and that, that major moment. He was, you know, happy holding on to that midnight hobo and, and um, just being him himself and not trying to, you know, outshine everybody else. And we've never really seen the true limit of what Mithras can do for a long time. And then you got somebody like myself, you know, who's shown up, day in and day out and is always working as hard as he can to make the best show for R.A.W.F., you know, somebody that's very visible. And you you see, this is the kind of star-studded headline match that is, is can't miss. I mean, this as well as his matchup with Griffith. I, I mean, I, I, would, I would argue over the past several years, uh, myself and Griffith, the, the as, as you would quote it, immortal greatness, um, have possibly been if not even just strike that possibly just have been the two most prevalent and invisible stars here in rawf over those years and mithras has a shot to do something huge here as he he could potentially put both of us down and this that would be one of those things that would go down in history you would remember that forever as one of those great moments in wrestling history and you know while that could be great for mithras i do not intend to let that moment happen for him. In fact, I intend to make a moment for myself because you're right. Uh, one year ago, I lost the world heavyweight championship to uncle Frank at immortal six. And since then it's been a bit of a bit of a bumpy ride. And while I've had this um, story with the, the other guy that we'll talk about in a little bit, 
there's been another story of developing around the Paragon of Greatness. It's kind of been on the back burner. It's kind of done this slow build that will finally come to fruition at Immortal. And that is a redemption arc. A man who lost to his own flesh and blood one year ago, lost the World Heavyweight Championship, lost it all, fell to the floor of RAWF and had to climb his way back up through adversity over an entire year to finally be in the ring against the current biggest star in the company for the championship that is hailed as the heart and soul of RAWF. I don't think that you can write a story better than that, L.A. I agree. I agree, Paragon, and I wish you the best of luck. Uh, certainly against Mithras, Platinum Dragon Championship on the line, which I know you covet. Uh, so good luck to you there. But let's talk about first the other match now. It is a Pandora's, Bo- Pandora's Box of Fun match, as you called it, uh, taking on the Joker Mark Caliber. Of course, this has been building for many mo- for several months now between the two of you. Of course, we know... Uh, the Joker used to be the Crow. Uh, we know that, you know, <clears throat> so many triggers have turned him into the Joker, and we've been trying. The doctor, R.A.W. doctor's been trying to get him back there. It doesn't seem like he seems like it may be too late. What do you think it's going to take to turn the Joker back into the Crow? Well, when examining the situation with the Joker, I, I think that it's important for a lot of people people to examine something that maybe um, they've missed over this time. It's it's true the the Joker has become quite this intimidating force, and he's you know he's out there attacking people with chains and that maniacal laughter. All of these seemingly crazy and dangerous things have been happening around him, but I think that it's important to remember that the Joker isn't a madman he's unwell there there's the crow still inside of this guy and and he's he needs help and i've tried a boy have i tried i think that you've all seen it over the last couple of months i've tried to get through to the crow i've tried to reach my old friend i'm you know i'm trying to help the joker but it finally it comes to a point that maybe the only way to help him is to fight through this Joker to get to the Crow, and that's where the Pandora's box of fun comes into play, because not only do we have ourselves a wonderful array of toys and gadgets, weapons, oh my, that we can cause excruciating pain with, but at the end of the day, we win this match by taking our opponent and literally placing them in their eternal resting box, a way to kill the Joker so that I could bring out the crow. And that could hopefully happen at Immortal 7 in this Pandora's box. Fun, Pandora's box of fun match. What is it? Yeah. Okay. So, good you know, sometimes the best way to help your friend is to punch him in the face. This is true. This is true. All right, Paragon, we're going to take the, put, take the subject off of you for a moment because there's another interesting story. We talked about Uncle Frank 
uh, defeating you last year at Immortal. He was at this time last year. He was a number one contender. He was in the main event at the Immortal. He, like you, also took a fall. Only it took him a little longer to fall, but it did, and maybe a little less time to build himself up. But uh, he's he is now the Midnight Hobo Champion, a very coveted championship here in RAWF. He won that from the Great Red Dragon. At unyielding, he now goes into immortal, defending that against a man, you know, who's almost as I would say bloodthirsty as Uncle Frank is. When you look at this Uncle Frank versus Beast match for the Midnight Hobo Championship, how do you see it playing out? The first thing that comes to my mind when I see on paper Uncle Frank versus Beast is. I'm shocked this is not the FUBAR City Championship match. These guys are going to rip each other apart. Um, That's what I said. But, but you know, it's, it's one of those weird things. I, I, I was saying this earlier. Immortal is the culmination of year of storytelling. It's, it's a place where every fan of every walk can come to enjoy masterful storytelling and the end of many arcs. And you can see all of these stories interweaving and all of these connections happening. As I said, you know, uncle Frank defeated me for the world championship one year ago to now hold the midnight hobo championship, the belt that was made famous mostly over the last couple of years by Mithras, the current world champion. We, and he's taking on beast, a man that I I've seen firsthand what he can do in the ultimate gauntlet division. Um, and, and now I see these two people with these two different paths that happen to cross and converge right here at Immortal. And I wonder not if there's going to be an explosion, but how big is this explosion going to be? Because we've got two people with endurance for years and a violent streak that is immeasurable. And I think that this one gets ugly early, gets ugly often, but it's going to be that beautiful kind of ugly, that that beautiful kind of violence that people can look back on in these top ten countdown lists for years to come, yeah, the top ten greatest bloody matchups in RAWF history, and I think that this is the kind of match that will stand the test of time, as you would expect from the show of all shows. All right, I tend to agree. That one is going to be a hell of a match. The entire card is stacked from top to bottom. So, Paragon, um, I wish you good luck in both matches. We'll be talking to Mark Caliber later in the show. Uh, But as of right now, uh, good luck to you. And, uh, man, I'm just... I think we need a song break. There's just so much going on right now. I need to sort things out. When we return, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be talking to the likes of Judgment. The Cougar uh, Bubs is here. Uh, Mark Caliber is somewhere hanging around here, and is is, is Lady Vex. But quick, first, a song break. This is REWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Hello. It's me I'm in California Dreaming about Going out to eat Just a burger With cheese 
Or a shaken margarita, baby, back ribs from Chili's. Hello, can you hear me? I am shouting out to neighbors who I used to like to see when we were outside and free. Is there something else to watch besides the news and finding Dory? The social distance between us and I'm freaking out. Hello. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. This is R.A.W. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am Lorna Amadeus. This is L. Vacant. And L. You know, Vacant. he has point. What is the pants? What is the point of pants anymore? Excuse me, I have to take my off. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, 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 no! Please, please, no, 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 no. Wait till you get home, okay? You, you can didn't wear say that. I, in the studio, pants are required. Please. That is not true. I was in here in my thong the other day. Oh, good Lord. That does it. What a, All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we talked to the immortal Griffith. We talked to the Paragon of Greatness, both of them challenging this man for the two biggest titles at Immortal 7. But he is here. He is the one and only. Gentlemen, he is the title machine. He is Mithras, the reigning world and platinum dragon champion here in R.A.W.S. Good evening, Mithras. Oh, hey, that guy. Hey, hey Amadeus. <laughs> hey, Amadeus. Hey, uh, El Vacant. How are you guys doing tonight? Mithras, you know, doing pretty well, although Mr. Mr. Pants Tyranny over here is making me stay pants. Mithras. Three yes, weeks from tomorrow night in the New Orleans Superdome, two huge matches against two of two huge opponents: uh, the Immortal Griffith for the World Heavyweight Championship and the Paragon of Greatness for the Platinum Dragon Championship. It's uh, yeah. a, I mean, a daunting task for most, but I suppose if anybody is up to the challenge, it's you. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, we'll see. Those are two of the uh, two of some of the toughest opponents in uh, in RAWF. I don't want to take anything away from Dees because obviously he has like what thirty five of the uh, titles in the company. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they are two tough guys. But you know, it's interesting because as you said a while back, I, I won my first world title at the very first Immortal against I was I believe it was Haruki. Um, you know, yes, it was. and that was a shocker. But yeah, it was a shocker uh, <laughs> to everybody, not least of all me. And um, you know, it, it, there we are, the very first one, and then seven years later, I'm walking in with the title, as long as with, uh, as well as with the uh, Platinum Dragon title. Now, you know, it's pretty cool. You got these with his, as I say, what. 782 titles now, something like that. Didn't he just win 100? In a- okay, quit, quit, quit <laughs> inflating, inflating the number. It's only six right now, but or five might be five, five. But anywho, 150,000. Uh, okay, so uh, good lord. Yeah, but in any way, uh, my point is that it's going to be a very big night. But 
the thing is not to put a bad light or to shed, you know, any pretty shade, lay any shade on the previous events or the previous uh, immortal events, previous champs. But, you know, I'm thinking there's got to be something more. I mean, what would make this immortal? You know, lucky number seven. What would make it more? I mean, yes, Des, Des defending his what, six titles, five titles, or having six titles, I forget. Um, you know, and then I've got the, the Platinum Dragon and World. But, you know, and that's nice, and there's two, two events, and, you know, people watch one, and then they watch the other, and fine. But I had an idea. I don't know, a, a very a little bird, although it was actually a very large bird, uh, dropped this idea in my head. And then we threw it around the uh, Renegades uh, Lounge. Uh, but I have an idea. And I'd actually like to hear what the fans in the um, uh, chat room think, because it's always good, you know what I mean, to get, get you know, the, the viewers and the fans and the wrestlers' opinions. Um, but in any event, I did, or any event, I was thinking, what if, for both titles, we made it, a triple threat match. Wait, what? What? Wait a minute. Triple wait, 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 wait. threat. Both titles on the line. One triple threat match. Loser or winner wins all. Takes all. So let me get this straight. You versus the Immortal Griffith versus Paragon of Greatness in a triple threat match for both titles. You got it. Wow. Yeah, for two of the biggest titles in RAWF as well as uh, well, the two biggest well, titles in RAWF let me get, as well as well, let me get the these two okay. biggest titles really in in the wrestling world. So, go for it. Okay. Well, let's bring in let's bring back the Immortal Griffith and the Paragon of Greatness and see what they think. Uh, I'll start with you, Paragon. You're, you know, this is immortal. This is the two biggest titles. Uh, your thoughts? Well, you know, selfishly, right away, I, I want to say, I, you know, I'm all for it for obvious reasons, but I think that, wow, um, this is a very interesting proposition. That arguably the biggest show we've ever had. Uh, arguably the I mean, we, we just spent probably the first half hour of the show discussing the all of the ramifications. I don't think that I need to go over that again. All, all of the, the star power and all the big names in this matchup. I, I feel like I'm unqualified to properly uh, properly answer this beyond saying that Mithras, the, the title machine, if, if ever there was a title machine, if ever there was a a move that somebody with the name, the title machine would make, this is that move. And if ever a champion uh, wanted to make an impact and make some sort of special once in a lifetime type of moment, I, I honestly can't think of something bigger. Uh, I, there's a lot to process there. All right, Griff, your thoughts. So let me get this straight. My options 
are to have a main event match for the world title at Immortal 7 with with the man who took my Platinum Dragon title away from me. Or to share that spotlight with another man who has taken belts from me in the past. But then there's a chance I walk away with two belts. That, that's what I'm hearing. That is what you're hearing. How do I say this? How do I, how do I put this? You know, if there's one thing I care more about than titles, L.A., do you, do you know what it is? What's, that, what's the thing I love doing more than anything else in this company? Um, beating people? Oh, well, that goes hand in, yes, but no, no, no. There's, there's a thing that I really enjoy doing, and I bring it up every so often. It's, uh, I, I, I like adding things to the history books. I like new lines being written into the history book of the REWF and my name being attached to them. And I'll be damned if going into Immortal, headlining the show of shows, as it's been called, and beating two of the biggest names in the history of this company to walk out with the two biggest belts in the company? How do I say no to that? I've been world champ five times. Six is nice. That's great. But I've never had a payday like that. If he's willing to take that, to put that match out there, you better believe I'm in that match. Well, so that sounds like a yes to me from Griff, and it sounded like a yes to me from Paragon. Am I am I wrong? That's what it sounded like to me. I, I'll, I'm all on board if Mithras is sure about this. This is crazy. Well, then, I have to announce a new main event for Immortal 7. A triple threat match for both the World and Platinum Dragon Championships between the three arguably biggest stars in R.A.W.F. history on the biggest pay-per-view of them all. Winner takes all. Good luck to all three of you. Let's do it. Part of history. Be a part of history, guys. You know, absolutely. uh, Brilliant. And when I lose, you know, we all come on, come out with having, uh, you know, done something that's never been done before in R.A.W.F., literally in in the world of wrestling. So uh, I'm glad you guys are are down for it. And Amadeus, I I think we we should give you credit for uh, agreeing um, to a very radically radically different idea. Um, You've been uh, doing some neat things going, or cool things uh, recently, and, and I, as speaking for, I hope, the other wrestlers, we appreciate you doing it. Well, considering what the three of you have meant to REWF over the years, I think it's only fitting that the three of you fight it out for the two biggest titles in REWF on the biggest pay-per-view. It makes sense to me, uh, and wow. Oh, I'm just going to 
one thing I saw here before we get there. Uh, you're uh, you're the newest member of the Renegades, right? Me? Yeah. 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 You might you might want to do one of your 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 uh, brothers over there a favor. He's out there crowing and crowing and crowing about all those titles he has and how the winner of this match is going to be his next victim. You might want to remind him what happens when people with a lot of titles step in front of me. Which would be? I take them. <laughs> well, you know, I got, I got to say that Jeeves that, uh, has a record of, of uh, not letting that happen. Uh, if anybody could do it, you'd be one of them. But, you know, also look at what happened to Claymore, lost all his time. So uh, that very well may be with you, Griff, but I got to say, Deez's record is... is Not that great against me. Wow. But that's that's another story and another argument for another time. Uh, Right now... The three of you have a possibly the biggest match in I know it is the biggest match in RAW history to prepare for just three weeks from tomorrow night, and gentlemen, we'll be talking more about it in the coming weeks. Good luck to all of you. Thank you. All right. Thank you, sir. Wow. Uh, that was it. That was a, a shock. It was that to say the least, though, vacant. Your your thoughts. You seemed a, a bit bemused by the whole thing. I do shit. Uh, so remember before I said you needed a bigger arena? Um, yeah, now you need a bigger state. <laughs> yeah, you might be right about that. We will, it is definitely going to be, uh, I, sorry, I'm, I'm mentally counting money in my head, so you have to give me a break. <laughs> uh, but anywho, yes, Absolutely. Definitely going to be huge. All right. Well, after that revelation, I think we need to uh, bring on uh, Mr. Mr. R.A.W.F. himself to give us a little little. Uh, well, I don't even know what he's going to give us. He'll he'll give us something. Judge, are you there? Yeah. Yeah. I I am here. You, of course, tonight have an interview, and uh, we'll get to that in just a few moments. But uh, let's talk about uh, the tag team match this past week on Superstars. Uh, you chose a couple of people, and uh, Blaze McCoy, your opponent and Immortal, chose a couple of people. The winner were to choose the steps for your Fubar City Street Fight, uh, and your team lost. What happened? It's the curse. The curse came upon Mithras. I mean, not Mithras. Uh, Claymore. Oh my God! Um, the, 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 the curse. The curse hit it. You're blaming the curse. You you, you really believe? Yeah, you really I, believe, I'm, I'm thinking well, the curse. You really believe wildfires put a curse on, on on Claymore? Right. Okay. I just I I I I'm still shocked at my team losing. I thought I had a good team. I thought I was going into it. I even brought something out for 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 Kooks. I, I even gave her a, you know a gift while they was in the match. But apparently she didn't like them. She didn't like it, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Well, at any rate, that gives Blaze McCoy the 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 he gives him the go ahead to choose the steps for your Fubar City street fight with him at Immortal Seven. Are you worried? You know, Blaze McCoy is a smart guy, and this is his chance to to uh, to actually um, to actually um, get me back for for all the all the all the suffering I I, I, I put him through. But I, uh, yeah. Okay. Wow. Well. Well, we will find out what happens at Immortal Seven. Are are you ready to give for your interview segment, held in contempt with Judgment J Esquire? Yes, I am. I, I had a good interview. This is before we got you know quarantined and everything. You know, six feet. You know, stay 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 a distance from everyone. Um, so yeah, I, I uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm ready to do my uh, my interview. All right. So before we before we get to that, one second. Uh, I have to read the disclaimer. I have it right here. Here it is. Holding contempt with judgment is not a property of <laughs> Radical American Wrestling Federation. Is not liable for any damages, hurt feelings, rage quits, or lawsuits as a result of the conversations in held in contempt, held in contempt. For any issues concerning these segments, whether we past, present, or future, please contact Judgment J. Esquire. All right. So, Judge, are you ready? Yes, I am ready. All right. I will hit play. Hey, wrestling fans, it's Judgment J. Esquire here. I am uh, in, in the middle of being quarantined. Coming up in the next few weeks, I had to get this interview in as fast as I could. And I'm sitting here with a group of guys, a group of wrestlers, who are trying to do something, but they sometimes they fail. I'm sitting here with the Renovators. Now we have these Dez, who you want to call him here. Uh, you have Davila here. You have Mithras here. You have um, uh, you know who all these other people are, wannabes. But you know, okay, guys, Immortals coming up. You guys have a chance to do something. I don't think you can do it because actually I, 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 I don't see you guys being able to, to, to handle uh, such a big pay-per-view like this. What makes you relevant enough to think you deserve big titles shots here in, in REWF or be it in Immortal? Pretty good, develop. Thank you. Now, now, guys, um, you have a lot of fans out there. Some fans, I don't. Know, I heard a rumor that you pay your fans to just to show up at, at the arena. Is that true? You pay your fans. Everything looks good over here. Let's head for it. Watch some luck. That's that's funny. That's funny. That's funny. That's funny. Now, 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 Renovators, you guys are at best mid-card, mid-card fighters, um, or opening acts, as I like to call you guys. How do you plan on impressing the board of REWF to 
to to to to make you guys relevant anymore because you guys just face it. You guys haven't been relevant for a, a, a few years now. That's okay, guys. But remember, when dealing with Mojo Jojo's mojo, just say no, no. Now let's get that monkey off our back. Get the monkey off your back. That's pretty funny. Okay, now let's see. Okay, two more questions, and then I'll let you go. Now, the reason I said you haven't been relevant is, let's face it, you guys haven't been relevant since the main person of the Renegades left you guys. And we're, we're, we all know who that is. We're talking about the blonde bombshell himself, the guy who held Renegade together. He, he, he was smart. How come you guys don't have the educational fortitude to see that, and yet you still try to Mm, say you're champions. And you see, that's why you should stay away from strangers. Stay away from strangers. Ah, oh, that, that, that's, that's good. That's good. I, I think you do. Okay, before I let you go, this is the last question, last question. Can you tell me what a renovator means? Because uh, I can't find anyone who knows what a renovator means. And there you have it, folks. They still don't know what renovators mean. Oh, God. Bet you how many days in the studio. This is hilarious. Well, how many days, as you can see right there, I, it, 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 was, it, it, it was an interview, another interview for the, for the, for the uh, agents. Uh, judgment? Hey, yes. I just think maybe I should remind you. Um, that there's another member of the Renegades that you are perhaps forgetting about. Who is that? The, the guy <clears throat> sitting right there with the long blonde hair who's looking at you like he might punch you in the nads. No, no, no. See, he, 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 he's, he's the smart one. He's the smart one. But see, <sighs> now I'm, but, I'm, but you know, here's the thing, Elbeke. To this day, they still can't tell me what a renovator means. That's because you made that word up. It's not. That's not their name. It's renovators. No. 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 Well, and Archie knows what they are, and I call about them all the time. Judge, I just want to point something out to you right now. Yes, Amadeus, point it out. The Renegades right now hold more titles in RAWF. Than any other group, way more. World champion, platinum dragon champion, Fubar City champion, triple crown champion, supreme fighter champion, tag team champions, and the champion's choice, the title you created. Yes, but how many of those was actually earned? Because all of them, most of them, them, most of the renovators get lucky. And they, they and but let's see, but most of them aren't really renovators on the day. It's their bandwagon jumpers. They want to jump on the bandwagon. It's like when the Cubs won the World Series. How many 
people jumping on the Cubs bandwagon, or Ohio State winning the the, NF, the the college football thing. They they jumped on the bandwagon, or the or, or, or the New York Giants winning the well, no, they didn't win much stuff anyway. But anyway, they they were bandwagons, and that's what the Renegades are. Renegade, you know, Renegades should change their name to from Renegade to the Bandwagon Jumpers. <laughs> Well, you know, Judge, let's forget about that for a second because there's somebody else here that needs to talk to you. You know, the person you tried to kill last week on Superstars. Well, wait, 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 before you do that, how about I do something because this way I could be the second person to do this. Tomorrow on Superstars, Money Sue did this back a while back. He's the only person who won a renegade gauntlet. And I'm not big about gauntlets because I know that's an Archie thing. But if your renegade is so badass, put me in a renegade gauntlet. <laughs> I, I, you know what? Uh, you, but I get the name. It's going to be no defense. You want a hardcore gauntlet? Yes. Okay. You got it. I happily do that. And then I can say me and Money Sue would be the only two people who have beaten Renegade. I I would like to point out that Money Sue did not win that gauntlet. Five matches tomorrow. Renegade gauntlet. Mithras, Thieves, Redneck Avenger, Davila, and me. <laughs> oh, this is going to be more fun than I thought. Yes. Now let's talk about who you tried to kill last week. Hi, Coogs. I, oh, I, oh, hi, Coogs. Evening. <laughs> Look what you did! Look what you did to the cougar. She she's is calling. She's here the comp. She's calling in from the compound because she can't come here because you tried to poison her. I didn't try to poison her. I gave her some catnip, which you know I am deathly allergic to. Mm, nothing that a cortisone shot wouldn't clear up. I, I, I said to myself, "Self, I got to get. I got to help cougs in them. How should I help them?" And I, I am. It was Beast's fault. Beast told me get He said cat, cat, cat never would help. You know, you're worried, or you're not worried about Blaze and his stipulations, which is a good decision, because you need to be worried about me, and when <laughs> I'm going to come after you. Well, you know, when when would you like to come after me? Because like I, I I'm going to tell you. I need to pencil you in. No, there'll be no penciling in. I will come after you. I will get you, and you will suffer. You know, Coops, anytime you want to come after me, anytime, any place, any day, any way, I've always known deep down you wanted me. So you come after me all you want. I intend to. But I have a question about these <clears throat> stipulations for the FUBAR City match. What exactly 
are you guys looking for as far as stipulations? I mean, FUBAR City match is stipulation. So I'm kind of confused. You what? The match, Basically. the winner. Go ahead, LA. Basically, we're just all going to kick his ass because it really doesn't matter. He can pick whatever stips. Well, no, he can't pick whatever stips he wants. He's going. He picked his stips. Fubarsity Street Fight. Yes. We're street gonna fight. Kick, when it's all said and done, we're going to hang him from the bell tower at Notre Dame. <laughs> oh, please don't, because then I won't get to have my fun later. What? You don't want to? You don't want to see Judge be turned into a big ding dong? We've already seen I mean, that. He already is a big ding dong. Okay, well, he'll be hang- he'll he'll be a ding dong hanging from a ding dong. Ew, <clears throat> that wasn't an image I needed. Well, don't worry about it, Coops. Judge, good luck tomorrow. You're gonna. Need he it. might be into that. It's gonna be so much fun beating the generators. All right, so Coops. Yes. I know I know you're not feeling up to it, but I gotta ask you. There's three people left in the, the Biatch of the Month tournament. You have Kitty Kabam, you have the Angel of Death, and you have Vagina Muscles. Who do you want to see face you at Immortal of those three? Actually, as you know, I tend to go into the tournament already having somebody in mind. That way, if for some reason I do get kicked out, I can still try and get them in to get the match I want. I was trying to kick out the person I wanted in Kitty Kabam. So I would really like to face her. Or AOD. Either one. All right. Well, you got you got a 60% chance of that happening. We will find out uh, once the Biatch of the Month is over. Kitty Kabam uh, would be a quick title shot for her. She has only been in REWF uh, for a cup of coffee thus far, so... Uh, certainly would be interesting to see if that is indeed your opponent at Immortal. Uh, with that being said, let's bring on your Anarchy sister to talk about her big match at Immortal. Uh, she is the one and only. I'm sorry that people are so jealous of me. But I can help it that I'm Ladies and gentlemen, Bubs is joining us now. Good evening, Bubs. Hola, Booby Lady. You can't sit on me tonight, six hey. feet. 
Yeah, well, you know, I try to practice a social distancing normally, you know, with the length of my shotgun, but I've extended that. So, Bubs, at Immortal 7, I believe it will be you versus Davila. Uh, This match has been uh, been boiling ever since your return a few weeks ago. Uh, You believe Davila has lost her touch. Is Is that what this is all built upon? I mean, look at it. You know, she used to be always in the top ten. She's she's just fallen so far. I mean, and when you go and you look at the walls of the RAWF homepage, where is she? She's not there. Nowhere in the title picture is she. She lost her touch. I wouldn't be surprised if the one that's gonna, the one that's going to be dead meat. What doesn't beat her tomorrow? All right. Well, she's lost her touch. You say. Well, we will find out. Uh, the two of you are going at it at Immortal Seven. I mean, uh, and I'm assuming you just it, this is just going to be a normal match, or was there something I was missing that you two of you wanted? Uh, a street fight, a steel cage match. What, what's what's the deal here? Well, you know, I think I'm going to leave that up for her. Like I said, I'm going to leave it up to the villa. I started the spark, and I'm the fire. Come on, Deb, what you got for me? All right, well, I imagine we'll hear hear from her, uh, hear from Davila about that. I'm sure she... Uh, we'll consider that and uh, take her turn. But, Bubs, uh, good luck to you against Davila at Immortal 7, uh, to say the least. So, No, not a mud bath match. You're not that much to be. All right. Sorry. (laughs) No problem. Thank you, Bubs. No, shoot, Davila went straight up. No special stiff, straight up match. All right, well there you go. It is a it is a feature. It will be a featured ma- rankings match. Then that'll work. Good to know. There you go, Bubs. Hi. All right. The pleasure will be all mine. <laughs> all right. Still got a few people to talk to. So, Bubs, anything? Any last words? Anything you want to say to uh, Dev Davila or anybody else? Well, you know, I do want to say something about those tickling sweet confections that that, that we have a, that my sissy and I have a match against tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> just 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 why 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 why? I mean that and it's that same ref in there. He's dead. You're gonna have to hire a new referee. Because he has been terrorizing me, and he keeps getting in my way, and he keeps messing me up. And either Paige is going to stab him, or I'm shooting him tomorrow, and then we're going to beat Hobo and that musty chick, whatever. They, you know, the things with the dust moth that went around with it. All right. Thank you, Bubs. Bubs to take on Davila in three weeks at the Superdome at Immortal 7. <laughs> Next up, reigning national champion, ladies and gentlemen. She will t- defend that title against Nightcrawler at Immortal 7. 
She is the one and only. Ladies and gentlemen, Lady Vex now joining us. Good evening, Vex. Good evening, L.A. So we know now that it will be Nightcrawler facing you for the national title at Immortal 7. Your initial thoughts now once you found out Nightcrawler was going to be the challenger? Um, nothing as of yet, to be honest. Um. Still early stages. I, I'm actually surprised so many matches are done this early. I guess I'm just used to, you know, my two-week battle against Luke twice in a row. That <laughs> it takes a little bit to uh, realize that matches are done. <laughs> this is new. Um, Nightcrawler, I, he's definitely in that group of anarchy that is learning to hone their skills. Um, I might have to change things up a little bit, and it's good that I've got time. True enough, true enough. I mean, how familiar are you with Nightcrawler? Uh, well, I guess, I mean, I mean, he is White Lightning Champion, a championship you are very familiar with. So you know he's definitely got some skills as far as that goes, but how familiar are you with him in a, in a normal match setting? Um. For the most part, everything I've seen him in has been of a hardcore insta-match setting. Um, we don't face off usually in tournaments. We don't face off. I I don't catch him in regular rankings matches as much as I catch other people like Karuki and Griff and Maeve and, you know, <laughs> the ones that I seem to always uh, fight against three times every couple of months. So um, it's it's not someone I'm familiar with, but that doesn't have to be a bad thing. Well, I mean, and certainly doesn't. But the national title is still it's a prestigious title. I know Nightcrawler uh, is happy with the fact he's White Lightning, but I know he wants to add more. Uh, certainly. And we know that this, this probably wasn't the immortal you were hoping for. You were hoping to have a bigger plate. But with that being said, to be able to focus on one match and one championship, is that better than the multiple titles that you've been scheduled, that you've been on the last previous couple months? It should be better. Um, I'm pretty disappointed with 
the things that have happened, disappointed in myself, really. Um, I can't hide that. If you do not have any humility whatsoever, you will always blame everyone else for what you screw up in your matches. And I do hold myself accountable for where I slipped up, especially against Mithras. Um, I, as far as I can tell, I didn't study him well enough, and I didn't cover my tracks like I used to. Thought that what I always did would get me by, because it got me by with Claymore. I mean, I managed to hit him with the same move, what, eight times in a match? You think he'd stop wanting to be picked up and tossed around the ring so much, but maybe he was tired from all his defenses. So it could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. Well, I mean, good luck to you against Nightcrawler. If Nightcrawler was here, what would you say to it? Um, careful where you train because I see everything. All right. Uh, by the way, ladies, and, well, we'll get to actually we'll get to that in promos. But uh, I just want to say I love the art competition. I want more. <laughs> it's been fun. Um, I don't think people understand this week's theme at all, <laughs> but it is definitely giving us something to get our minds off of everything. And I wish more people would join in um, because it's one of those things we can do around here that is not in the ring. Agreed. And I have enjoyed it immensely. Well, uh, well, but yeah, thank you very much, Vex. Uh, Real quick. Thank you. Uh, We'll get back to you in the promo segment, but let's bring out one more caller to get to before we get to the end of the show. Uh, Tomorrow on Superstars, he gets a shot at the Superstars Championship, but bigger than that, in three weeks' time, he takes on the Paragon of Greatness on the biggest pay-per-view in R.A.W.F. history. Please welcome... Gentlemen, Mark Caliber joining us, the Joker. Mark, hello, are you there? Mark? Mark? Okay. I'm here, L.A. Oh, that's sorry. I'm here. Okay. Goodness. Uh, well, sorry. Well, you're. Running a little, running a little late. The the, the hyena, the hyena. Never mind. Uh, so, Mark, let's talk about 
first, the Superstars title match tomorrow against Crazy Mama. Uh, looking forward to that? Well, I will admit I am quite surprised. With everything that's been going around lately, I could hardly even think about that. But since it is going to happen within a matter of hours... I think it's about time that I'd be challenging for this title. <laughs> yeah, I, I okay, cool. Uh, so, uh, joke, Mark. I, I I know the doctor's been trying to take get you to take the medication. He sent me the medication to try to get you to take it. Would you? Can we get you to take this any any way at all? You mean this? Yes, that. The medicine. The medicine. medicine that, that he shoved down my throat. Yeah, he apparently it didn't do very well because you still. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs here. He wanted to. This is a higher dosage that he gave me. Do I? Look, I know last time you got taken, Paragon helped 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 the doctor out. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna have you take it at your own volition. Would you please take this medication? You insist. I've been through enough already. Yeah, maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe we can get the crow back. We do. Here's some water. Here's some water. After? First, I lay in bed in the hospital. Next thing I know, I wake up in an asylum. The very asylum that I locked that pathetic crow in. It's not Paragon. Yeah, I don't think medicine. Paragon, did he take it? I, I, I he took it, but the, the thing is, uh, Doctor Fishbach, he, um, he said that this is going to be a process. It, it, it could take a while, and you know, it's possible that it may take a little bit more than just the medication. You know, there were some triggers that launched the crow into the Joker and all we can do is, is hope and, and try to try to help my friend, your friend and hope this Joker can go away. I mean, I kind of like, yeah, like you this. can hope all you want. You can hope all you want. It, it, oh. that? It's not working. All right. Well, hopefully, maybe we we'll get him some. Is that a mirror behind you? No. You okay, Mark? What are you looking at? Mark? What are you looking at? You're supposed to be in a silent. And he's gone. Okay. 
Wait. I don't know. Wait. Wait. I'm here. Mark? Yeah. I... It's it's me for now. Mark. You de- okay, this is good. This is this is progress. Mark, you do you realize? Do you know what you've been up to? Do you know? Do you remember everything? Do you remember the Joker and what he's been doing? No, not not until I confronted him. Till then, I didn't know anything. I spent the last three months trapped. Imprisoned, chained in that sick, twisted world of his. Paragon? Yeah. I want you to know that I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what he did to you. Sorry, that's my fucking phone. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't remember what I did, but it wasn't until I confronted him when he was still in his satanic state. Yeah, you know, I, I I understand. I'm trying. I'm trying my best to help you. I know you probably have limited time. I know that I, I can I can hear that you're already starting to break again. I mean, you're hearing imaginary phones and things like that. So I, I'm sure that I'm sure that you probably don't have a lot of time left. And, uh, you know, I'm just telling you, keep trying to fight against the Joker, man. I'm, I'm doing everything I can to help you. As much as I appreciate it. I, during that little fight that I had with him in my head in that asylum, and basically realizing what I what I did just now, I I realized something when when you gave me the medicine, Paragon. What's that? I I don't know if you noticed anything, but apparently I felt a presence behind behind you too what's that supposed to mean that's ominous I know you know who you know who cyber is right the the android guy yeah let's just say apparently before the doc was getting ready he may have swapped the pills I I had no idea I'm sorry 
No, no, don't be sorry. It's actually a good thing. Because now, now I won't just fight the Joker from within as he haunted me. Now because of cyber, I get to haunt him. That's, that's a whole bunch of wacky going on there. I, I just uh, hope that everything works Mark, out for you. Yeah, relax, Mark. Go lay down. Hopefully keep fighting. And, uh, yeah, I have a feeling the Joker will be back soon, and we need to get you get you somewhere safe. So, ladies and gentlemen, oh, the Mark... Okay, Don't worry. That Moving along, Mark. Thank you for your time. Go relax. Hopefully, we'll get you get you better. And so I think we're now. <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> So you know, and um, it's nice to see you. But what? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that 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 can't get the words out. You got a problem, LA? So yeah, okay. I mean, if you listen to the show, probably quite a few problems actually. No, no, no. See, he's got he's got one with me. I listened I, I listened to last week, and I only have one thing to say. Somebody's scared of little old me, or is he scared of losing yet? Another match and going five, oh, and five, or would it be oh, and six? I'd have to get back to you on that one because I got to talk to the mentor. I'm going to okay. go rewatch no. that cage match. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Play hold on. with first, me. First of all, <laughs> I mentioned this last week. My show's not here. He's nowhere near. And, and you know, this is oh, I'm on a hike. I'm on a hunt. <laughs> I know where he is. <laughs> you know where he is. Look, you know as well as oh, I do. L- L- L.A., L.A., L.A. I'm Paige. I know everything. I know more than most people think I know. <sighs> Whoops. <laughs> so, let me get this straight. Uh... 
the maestro who comes who who inhabits my body every September, October, you know, but he's you know, he's not I don't feel him, I don't can't conjure him. You know how to you you're saying you know how to get the maestro out of me on a on a year <laughs> time of year that he never shows up. I know where his essence is. All I gotta do is go collect it. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh-huh. I'll be in the Wendy City here in five hours. <laughs> what? Are Come you doing? play with no. me. <laughs> it's time to go either one and five or oh and six. Oh, <laughs> uh, whoops. Why, Paige? Why the maestro? I have off, you know, for years now, for years now, you have threatened me with cutting my hair. You've challenged me to matches where if you win, you cut my hair. I finally want to give you that match, and now you want something else? You want the maestro, a man who actually killed the immortal Griffith? What is wrong with you, woman? Uh, I'm just plain psychotic. <laughs> well, good luck. If you find him, oh, you better hope you're not asking him. for more. You better hope you're not biting off more than you, even you, can chew. Because you know that lovely tape of that cage match? Right now it's playing in every sewer in the Windy City. Uh, oh. And then I think next we'll play the match with Griff. And then maybe Paragon. And then Mithras. And we'll just keep them on a loop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's no joke. fun wanting to cut your hair anymore, LA. It's fun to keep making you wonder if you're going to be on the do not stop list from week to week. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, Paige, if you can manage to somehow convince the maestro to come out and play at a time of year he doesn't play against somebody who he probably considers a little cockroach as opposed to the big dogs running around, you're a chihuahua (laughs) compared to the others that he's faced. And that's okay. That's the problem with people. We underestimate Paige. You better find something really good to lure him out. That's all I've got to say. I know the maestro. Nobody knows him better than me. And he doesn't come out for just anybody. That's okay. I've got things up my sleeve. Good luck with that. All right, folks. Uh, on that note, I think we're going to go around the horn, get promotions. Paige, would you, anything you'd like to promote tonight before you before we? Uh... <laughs> no. All right. 
Uh, Vex, what would you like to promote tonight? Oh, lots of things. We've got invites for a dancer. We've got invites for the Suicide Awareness Tournament held by Rook. We've got invites for Papa Shaker's Autism Awareness um, Tournament. We have the Unstoppable Art Contest. This week's theme is post-quarantine vacation. Like, like, what are you going to do when you when you get out of quarantine or what are you going to see? What are you, what are you going to experience? Um, have some fun with it. Make anything you want. Motion, no motion, poster, promo, nameplate, anything. Um, get in there. There's a hundred wrestler bucks for the winner and 50 wrestler bucks for the runner up. I am out of companies because last week brew and cheeky tied. I have to change my judging system and add another one because apparently we were so diverse that everyone t- uh, that um, those two tied and then the rest of them tied more under that. It was it was it was fun, but yeah, um, links are on my feed all the time. I share them, I spam them, um, and then also Brunette Strangler, one of my absolute best friends. I've got two, Maeve and Brew. And uh, Brew is running the Fail Fest 2020, uh, looking for the last people that want to get in on that. Um, win your way through for failing. Something uh, she actually credits Mithras for giving her the inspiration for, an event based on failing. So, yeah, get in there. Have some fun. Everybody's home anyway. Do it. All right, thank you, Vex. And uh, uh, as far as Papa Shaker's Autism Awareness Tournament, it starts tomorrow night. 85 million coins, 826 wrestler bucks is the payout. So, uh, and it is always a very good tournament, always a good cause. Thank you, Papa, for holding that. Uh, looking forward to it. Joined that sucker quite a while ago. Been looking forward to it for weeks. So, all right. Uh, Bubs, anything you'd like to promote tonight? Yes, I would like to promote that my sister gets her way. <laughs> Thanks, Bub. I love getting my way. Uh-huh. Wrong sister, sis. I was talking about the twin. <laughs> Paragon, what would you like to promote tonight? Um, you can check out, I just shared it in the chat. You can check out on my YouTube page. Uh, today, I just released the official promotional video for the Pandora Box of Fun match for Immortal 7. Uh, it's a, a neat little thing that I, I did a little bit of work on, so you can check it out. All right. Thank you, Paragon. Uh, L Vacant, what would you like to promote tonight? Uh, I would like to promote staying the hell away from me. If you had a golf, just no, just stay over there. I'll be over here. We'll be good. All right. Thank you, L Vacant. Mithras, what would you like to promote tonight? I would like to promote the fact that even in those times of quarantine, if you're in school, please continue your studies. Don't just, you know, slop it off. Because as we saw tonight, judgment showed us what a terrible thing it is to waste a mind. In fact, you might even say a mind is a terrible thing to waste. 
That's all. All right. Thank you, Mithers. And speaking of Judge, Judge, what would you like to promote tonight? Oh, that was so cute. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I'm going to promote my upcoming radio show starting next Friday night right here on the Back to Basics Network. I've been postponing it a little bit, but I've got everything in line. I'm going to be coming back next Friday night, and we're going to be – yeah, it's going to be interesting. So stay tuned for that. Watch for the scene to come out. It's going to be awesome. And if you can't oh handle it, don't come to it because it's going to be some rough. Okay. Wow. All right. Uh, Mark, Mark, can you are you are you well enough to do a promotion? I'll see what I can do. Commonwealth Wrestling will have Ready to Rumble pay-per-view on April the 12th. That's where we have our annual Ready to Rumble match where the winner will face the Commonwealth Heavyweight Champion at Commonwealth Games 9. I would also like to promote that we will also be having our annual summer tour very soon. And uh, Paragon, do me a favor. Kick the Joker's ass for me. I will do what I can. All right, now if you'll excuse me, I've got a clown to torture. And last but not least, the immortal Griffin. If you weren't planning on buying the pay-per-view for Immortal 7, I think it's time you reconsider because this just in, the biggest match in the history of our sport has been signed and sealed as of tonight. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, a three-way dance between the three biggest names in our industry and on the line, the two biggest titles to walk this planet. That's right, the R.A.W.F. World Championship and the R.A.W.F. Platinum Dragon Championship winner takes all three-way dance. Myself, the title machine, and the greatness himself. That's right. All three of these men will battle for your pleasure and your money. Let's never forget your money. All right. Thank you, Griffith. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Uh, Please, everybody, uh, stay safe out there. Wash your hands. Uh, But the way the world is right now, we don't know what's going to happen going forward. But if you play it safe, as safe as you can, and, uh, you know, we'll see you all next week. This has been R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I'm going to play us out with a song. Enjoy, everybody. I need toilet paper, toilet paper, toilet paper. I'm out of toilet paper. Wait, I think I finally got my Corona. Stop it, don't be mad.
Christ, no organic, oh no, all GMO, Jesus Christ, now I panic, I'll die, my Corona,